This is the Nigerian Food Culture Podcast. Where we share perspectives on age-long and recent food cultures. It, it, it was an Eastern thing. By the way, it was called Agidi Jelof, not Jolof. And also not... analyze it through our own experiences and lenses. In fact, even if they put tomato in there, they won't stew by the mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. And that's authentic The Nigerian them. Food Culture. Let's talk the culture of food. everyone welcome to the nigerian food culture podcast my name is atim uko of afro lems i was going to say and i have here with me but i think this is back to my radio background um if you followed me on classic fm you know what i'm talking about um so i'll let her introduce herself because this is our very first um podcast so over to you i am Iko uko of one q food platter so we're starting a podcast together finally yes. um after, ha- after a long time after i mean we've lo- been at this for about six months or more yeah since last year actually, actually. yeah during the pandemic i think what we realized is so normally my mom and i always have all these food conversations and we realized that maybe the world wants to hear it we is might it, be is wrong it, is it conversations <laughs> or arguments <laughs> Arguments, conversations, you know, I mean, we just figured that the world might want to hear it. So we decided to document it in the way that we've always done with our food, where we go on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or YouTube mm-hmm. and, and share recipes and, and our knowledge of food. Yeah. Um, so today, we're talk- what are we talking about? Um, I, I think let's look at the new Nigeria food. You know, I, I keep on, you know, finding this expression, new Nigerian food. Um the other day i think one of the food bloggers was asking the child you know what kind of food would the child well the child went on about pizza about donuts um about burgers ccme oh okay so (laughs) so i now said i said my goodness i mean the kids already are moving away from swallow and soup so what's going to happen you know going forward so i think i think so the the first time i heard about the new nigerian kitchen or at least the term coined new nigerian kitchen was ozos of yes. kitchen butterfly yes and for me it was funny because i mean you know this you were the one cooking it i never grew up with we, we grew up with traditional food absolutely but it wasn't always that way right mm-hmm. so the you were more experimental growing up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i think that in my head this new Nigerian kitchen conversation was not my reality because it just was always something I grew up with. So it wasn't new in that sense in my head, but it just was, hmm, okay. So you played around with Nigerian food a lot where we got to experiment with stuff that you would create. And I I, I mean, growing up, I now realize a lot of other kids didn't get to experience it in that way. So, um, I mean, I don't know. What do you want to say um, about this you, you know for me if um if the new nigerian food is still around using a goosey for something uh using ogbono for something using plantain for something that's fine but i, th- I think where i'm finding it a bit worrying if i if i could if i could say so is when you know 
your niece, mm-hmm. uh, Makamba, the other day. I called her to my say... My niece or my cousin? Your, your cousin. niece. <laughs> yes, my niece, your cousin. I, I just, I, I wanted to know what, you know, the average young person is eating. I mean, mm-hmm. she's she's about 15, 16 now. Mm-hmm. And she went on about pasta this, pasta that, um, rice or fried plantain. And I was waiting to hear goosey soup. And, yeah. and she says, no, that is not the kind of thing she does. But she did say, actually, that if she finds it, mm-hmm. she will eat it. Mm-hmm. But she's not going to go out of her way to start thinking of cooking it. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's, that's where I think I have a problem. I mean, problem in the sense that is our culture gradually slipping off our fingers and we don't know it's happening? I mean, what do you think? So I think, I think it depends. I think depending on um, if, if people are cooking... Let's start there. We share recipes all the time and people seem, you know, appreciative of those recipes we share. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question is, are they appreciative from an entertainment point of view <laughs> or are they cooking it? I think that's the first mm. question. So if they're appreciating it from an entertainment point of view in the same way you would watch Food Network, yes. um, that begs the question, would they even cook the pasta and pizza they're talking about or will they order it? Right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's another thing because uh-huh. I mean, like I told Makamba said, yes, well, she will not eat or cross soup and afang. You know, she she particularly likes afang. <laughs> by the way, why she will not cook it? Why right? she will not cook it? Mm-hmm. But when she, when her mom cooks, mm. you know, she doesn't have a problem. If she comes to our place and mm-hmm. I cook, she doesn't have a problem. So I see that yes, um, whilst a lot of people might not cook. But they want to eat it. So maybe more opportunities for the restaurants. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or food delivery businesses. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I think also, so there's this conversation around this new Nigerian food. And I think when we started blogging, there was a whole backlash even on presentation of food. I know. Really neighbor. Yes. You know, you know, I did this two-tone neighbor and I know where that went. I oh. mean, it's, it's, it was, I was really put on the, <laughs> on the chopping block. <laughs> so I think, I think there's that conversation of the, the new Nigerian food in people's minds may be split. So there's recipes, there's plating and presentation. True. There is accessibility because again, or, or even knowledge of technique yes. and ingredients mm. and the purpose of those ingredients. Mm-hmm. So for you to be able to create, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you must understand what that ingredient is about. So you talked about Egusi yes. where you said, oh, are we going to even make the Egusi? But the, I think maybe the other question to ask is, if somebody like Makamba found that she could do other things with Egusi, with Egusi mm-hmm. would she be more interested? Is it about that? I mean, I don't think I, so. I, I, I don't. I, th- I think the whole idea is cooking in the first yeah. place. Um, but again, maybe it's about convenience. Mm-hmm. I, I, I also want to believe that when this new what we were looking at new nigerian recipe we'll come back to really what are these new nigerian Mm. recipes to be specific i'm sure if these new nigerian recipes are simple and quick Mm -hmm. she would not have a problem um by the way i know that she said something about gizdodo Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Gizdodo, I can say it's sort of new Nigeria because I mean, mm-hmm. my I didn't grow up knowing Gizdodo. My mom didn't cook it. So it's something that is more recent, you mm-hmm. know, uh, with, with us in Nigeria. So she could be more interested after there's Dodo there, mm-hmm. there's Gizad, things she loves. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you start to talk about pounding and squeezing and shredding her fang and all that, she's already put off, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I think in thinking about this new Nigerian food, besides using our local ingredients to create, then we should also be looking at the reality mm. of and Makamba who is 16 today and maybe mm. in the next few years mm. she would take over her own kitchen mm. and cook. It has to be simple for her. It has to be quick. It has to be within her reality. However, I think that she will still go to the restaurants, the buka to eat the more complicated or labor intensive, mm-hmm. you know, foods. I, I I don't know what you think. Um yes. So I, I think I think that there's going to be an emphasis on the convenience of getting those foods because again with nostalgia, you <laughs> I, I I go back to my time in Toronto. I mean growing up I never liked Egusi. Please don't. <laughs> Hello, people. Please don't don't take this personal. It's just you know. I, well, we have a likes and I dislike. I, I mean, just like I don't know, like Amala, for instance. I'm you know, not so. there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, growing up, I didn't really like Egusi. Okay. Um, but when I moved to Toronto, somehow the nostalgia of oh, I miss home food, even if it wasn't the food that I would particularly run toward. Yes. I now found myself making Egusi as the default. Mm-hmm. So, Afang Convenience, is, I Convenience, guess. exactly. Yes. So, Afang is my favorite soup, but also accessibility. Mm-hmm. So, because I didn't find the leaves or the water leaf, mm-hmm. in my head, it was just... Mm, that's too complex. That's too much work to find it. Then so now make it. Um, so Egusi seemed the easiest. I didn't like Banga. Still don't. Hey, God. I feel like I shouldn't be saying <laughs> there are too many things thing. you don't like now. <laughs> so I think it all depends. It depends on if I make it myself. Yeah. Maybe I can now add the pepper the way I want it or all of those things. But I find that is with nostalgia you start to seek out these recipes. So when it's in front of you, mm-hmm. it's not as enticing, especially if you yes. didn't care for it mm-hmm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have access, it now feels like, okay, now I need to go seek these things out. But if I now still go back to even that space where I didn't have access to these things, I mean, I had access to a goosey, mm-hmm. but let me remove the food blogger side of me. I was less likely to start to figure out what other use cases for a goosey, for a goosey there mm-hmm. were. That wasn't going to be the attraction for mm-hmm, me to now mm-hmm, cook it. Mm-hmm. It was just, okay, I feel like home and let me make this. But I think in terms of creating new recipes, that's a completely different um, use case. But, you know, creating new recipes, I'm just, I'm just thinking... Would this still be limited to foodies and food bloggers? I think if are, it are has... People really, are you experimenting? I mean, mm-hmm. truth be told, if you were not a food blogger, would you experiment with some of the things you see online? If I lived abroad, yes. Mm. And I say that because if I think about the... Av- Hmm. Let me let me let me let me rephrase this. If I lived in a city in Nigeria mm-hmm. that was not stressful. Okay. Lagos is a very stressful city. True. Right? True. So when I think about I'm going out, 
there's traffic mm. i'm coming back i don't even want to cook <laughs> i want i want to have ordered food in fact or have a chef private chef in my kitchen that i just go um, and twiddle my thumbs and say i want this yeah. um i don't want the stress of that let me remove my food blogger mm. side yeah. i just want already made food that is familiar or even experimental but somebody else has done that okay. work okay. and is nice and i keep it moving but if i have to do it myself is that i live in a city that is not stressful mm-hmm. i have a more calculated life that way i'm now saying oh i saw this recipe mm-hmm. on monday mm-hmm. it's friday now let me try it you know have some wine you know music playing <laughs> easy listening you know the bougie bougie <laughs> i know but yeah like that's that's the only way i would be able but, to but you know you know you did you did something with uh, puff puff mm-hmm. you know during the lockdown mm-hmm. uh, last year mm-hmm. and um using yogurt yes in place of uh, yeast mm-hmm. in puff puff mm-hmm. Is that new Nigeria? But I mean, okay, that that was a solution somewhat. Yes. And I did see that a lot of people caught on yes. with it. Yes. And that's where we we come back again to say quick, simple, but relevant. Okay. Uh, you know, I think the, the the relevance is something else because if I start to go on the tangent of aubergine mm-hmm. and you know things like that, um. Could be entertaining but the point is if i don't have access mm-hmm. you know immediately i move on to something else mm-hmm. uh but again back to the cooking mm-hmm. i'm just I, I you know i'm asking myself for you know a lady or a guy who is i like know, that you said a guy you know <laughs> which is, women power <laughs> somewhere in their early 30s mm-hmm. i mean raising kids mm-hmm. now because they themselves are already gradually they're removed actually from pounding yam in mm-hmm. a mortar or grinding pepper in a grinding stone mm-hmm. their lives ever started with blenders and food processors mm-hmm. so guess what their kids in turn would not even be talking about a goosey soup like that like so i'm just generation will say microwave generation, microwave generation. <laughs> so i'm just um, you know i i i, I ask myself would there come a point mm-hmm. where ekpan cook or the way my mom did it and the way i'm doing it because trust me ekpan cook is really labor intensive um usually i say it's a labor of love mm-hmm. but look i found my way around it <laughs> with uh, freezing uh, cocoa yam uh, cutting the periwinkle in advance and freezing, freezing yeah. and so the the main thing for me is wrapping mm-hmm. but this is because i love the dish mm-hmm. But I can imagine, you know, back to Makamba, mm-hmm. 16 now, would she even have space in her life to be wrapping little wraps of epang, mm-hmm. even if she has frozen kokoyam, frozen periwinkle and all of that? Or would epang finally fizzle out and would possibly never come up in this new Nigerian recipes that we're talking about? So I, I think... for me what i hear as a business person is an opportunity okay <laughs> so, <laughs> what i hear is ekwan kuko becomes fine dining true that then, why didn't i think of this i mean ah, I, should, i should have a for fine dining <laughs> listen ekwan kuko becomes fine dining because the effort and the process mm-hmm. put into it to create that dish is michelin star worthy i know um but 
you are saying this because you're saying it from you're saying this from a place of your own interpretation of convenience. Yes. You're saying, oh, great cookie and put in the freezer. Cut periwinkle and put in the freezer. For me, somebody has done all that and they're delivering it in a meal kit box. Mm-hmm. True. To me. True. Maybe even already wrapped if we're keeping it <laughs> a book. Like maybe already wrapped. So what I would now do because I like to cook is just finish it off as long as i'm sure that they've wrapped it the way i want as long as i'm sure the periwinkle is cut the way i want you are still at the f- because maybe because you ha- you were so close to the doing it from scratch yes this now becomes convenience to you mm-hmm. true 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 for me yes i've lived with you and i know that that's convenience but in my head that's still not convenient because because you still still have to grate the cocoa yam you still have to work (laughs) and i don't want to do the work um i think that with with thinking about how dishes will fade out or or what we're going to call the new nigerian food for at least for the next generation It's going to have remnants of the ones that we've made popular. Like? So, Egusi, Okro, Ogbono, Banga, those dishes that have been made popular. Anything that hasn't mm-hmm. gained notoriety, at least around Nigeria, is going to fizzle out, unfortunately. Wow. The food bloggers would have done a good job of documenting it so that mm-hmm. people that come after us say, oh, okay, this is something that existed. Mm-hmm. But in terms, anything that becomes too labor intensive either makes it into fine dining where you sell it at a premium, yes, or it's, it fizzles out if people don't like it. Okay, let me let me ask mm-hmm. swallows, swallows and soups. I mean, because you know that that is the main thing, you mm-hmm. know, for us in Nigeria, particularly for the guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, would swallows and soups ever fizzle out? I mean, let me let me ask. For instance, in the past two weeks, mm-hmm. how many times have you eaten swallow and soup? Mm, the past two weeks, maybe once. Once, okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, was... I, I I don't eat swallow and soups much. Mm-hmm. Um, I eat more of the soup mm-hmm. than the swallow. Mm-hmm. You know, for for health, you know, reasons. I rather not be swallowing pounded yam <laughs> when I have to swallow I go for things like oats oh, yes. and all that cereal based and mm-hmm. swallows but would there really be a time you know where hmm. because that's so traditional is so Nigerian mm-hmm. you know for us north south east and west mm-hmm. is soup and a swallow but again back to Makamba I spoke about earlier when I told her to list her top 10 mm. dishes favorite dishes Swallows didn't feature, right? And so that's where I'm wondering, you know, swallows not feature. She can buy. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, maybe young, uh, maybe she doesn't have the economic power to buy yet. Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's would not you already do, would, part of her life? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. who would do take away swallow and soup in future? So I think that in talking about this, our privilege take is out. showing. So I, I said take out. <laughs> our privilege is showing, and I say that because we've removed the people on the streets we've true, removed true. the what what was speaking from a one percent lens mm-hmm. those people i agree swallow may phase out 
and it would be a thing where okay they've gone for a wedding mm. and it's like oh let's have this mm. in the same way that nobody fries puff puff in their house just by the okay no let me take that back uh-huh. not a lot of people <laughs> you know they wait for like wedding small chops and things like that so with swallow also depending on the class of society depending on what they're trying to achieve health scares are coming mm-hmm. in so doctors are saying cuts back on this cuts back on that okay. so swallows are fizzling out it's not because they now know what to eat is okay. and, and to be honest with you I, I think Ronke of Niger Foodie has done a really good job of educating everyone on Niger food is not the enemy is how you consume it but that's True. a different conversation yeah. but in like in in Nigeria from the health um information that people are getting is the the immediate thing you hear is cut swallow cut swallow cut swallow yeah but you know again back to this one percent mm-hmm. but if if you look at the bottom of the pyramid yes. you know swallow has its place you know because i mean yeah eating for sustenance exactly i mean if this is going to be the one main meal i can afford Mm -hmm. then it has to be starchy it has to bulk up Mm -hmm. you know so that you know i I have something to last me till the next day right so yeah true you you know you said about um we're talking about this one or you know maybe five (laughs) percent i think one is small yeah five percent who would do so maybe swallows and soups are there with us for some time to come it it will be there for a long time i i don't doubt that but what's what happens i I guess maybe and it's sad to say this i feel like i shouldn't even say it but let me say with development and Mm. more information Mm -hmm. if and if and and we hope nigeria gets better if nigeria gets better we start to understand food for enjoyment Yes. But that's a long well, no, how many million ha- people hang on. My fufu, cassava fufu, no, and no. Afang is enjoyment. No, I know, <laughs> but I'm saying for the other percentage of people is for sustenance. Okay. There's a little enjoyment there, but it's more for sustenance. Mm-hmm. And so the point is if they're consuming all of that for sustenance, would if if life gets better, mm-hmm. would enjoyment food as enjoyment ever be a conversation for them? In I, which I case, you know, be. they start to play around a little bit. Yeah. It's wishful thinking, mm. but I still think that um, what the new Nigerian kitchen might look like, or new Nigerian food, new Nigerian food kitchen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might look like, may lose a lot of uh, foods that we know now. Yeah, for me, for me, that's that's this. I don't want to say sad, you know, but it's I mean, sad. because you know, yes, people say, oh, we we move on, we change, but you see, as we are changing, mm-hmm. personally, I think we lose some essence mm-hmm. of who we are. Yes. Um, yes, of course, this is 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 interesting to imbibe cultures and a lot of influences mm-hmm. uh, social media the internet generally mm-hmm. is making it so difficult for you to hang on mm-hmm. you know to this culture lifestyle is changing and therefore people change mm-hmm. although of course sometimes i see we now make a reversal and come back mm-hmm. oh we're doing a lot of uh, blenders and this and that and that we were you know turning up our noses as gr- grinding stones and <laughs> and then suddenly Mot, you know, um, stone mortars are mm. coming back mm-hmm. and s- stuff like that. Um, but for me to lose that essence of mm-hmm. who we are just because we want to make it convenient, we want to make it quick, 
that's that's where I, I hope we manage in this evolution to still keep the essence of who we are. I think that, and and maybe, like I said, this is my business side coming in. I think that it would now be the job of chefs. True. Right? Chefs and food, food bloggers have done a really good job of pushing the dishes out there. I know. Um, the knowledge of, but retaining, mm-hmm. retaining the presence of is in the outlets that people can consume it and access it. Yeah. So, yes, I know that sometimes, you know, when when the international franchises come in, Nigerians, and they start serving jello fries, Nigerians say, oh, they've sold out. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with, what's wrong with people coming in and adapting? Yeah. You know, why do we see our food as a sellout for an international franchise adapting it. Mm, I don't know. You know, I mean, like... Well, I, I guess, you know, is it the, is it the slavery? Colonialism. Colonialism <laughs> and the fact that lots of artifacts were taken out, we could not have them back. But you see... We're not uh, proud of our food. So as much yeah. as we scream we are, <laughs> for me, I, I think that... Um, whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. it will go out. I mean, more recently, we saw this um, internet craze on people eating fufu. <laughs> you know, So whether we like it or not, it would go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it is, yes, let's keep on creating, but also documenting yes. what we have. Yes. Just so that tomorrow when we decide that, okay, we've had enough of this new Nigerian craze, <laughs> we can then come back you know, <laughs> to the original. There's nothing wrong with having the new <laughs> Stuff. No, no, I didn't say yeah, that. I'm you know, I'm just, saying. I'm just saying. Also, I'm just that. saying. <laughs> so, um, yes, I think we we would revisit this on another topic. I'm, hopefully, yeah. with someone else that has a different perspective. Yes. But, um, this was our initial thoughts on the new Nigerian food, food. or new Nigerian kitchen or food kitchen. Um, there, there's a lot to take out of this and we would like to hear what your thoughts are. So please, you know, leave us a comment, follow yes. our page, Nigerian Food Culture on Instagram. And you could also follow our individual pages, yes. Afro Lems. And One Cute Food Platter. Yes. So that's where you see a lot more um Experiments from me, traditional from her. <laughs> yes. You know, traditional with um, some experiment. Traditional with, for me, it's all about... Approachable experiments. Approachable experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, let me ease the people gradually. I don't want to shock I'm them. I'm far left. <laughs> I need to go far left. I mean, my plantain pills was already an issue for some people. <laughs> I need to go far left so that by the time you're easing them in we're familiar with what is possible so thank you guys for tuning in today um we look forward to seeing you or well maybe not seeing you but um having you listen to us on our next episode we like your comments yes yes (laughs) please leave some comments and let us know that you enjoyed this and we would keep this going sure so it's the nigerian food culture team signing out Bye. Bye. Bye for now. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Nigerian Food Culture Podcast.